Welcome to chapter 3, verse 50. to be sitting in a hotel room right now with my good friend, my best friend, Bambi. Hi there. Hey, Bambi. Hey, Marie. How you doing? Long time no see. Long time no see. <laughs> Actually, it has been a little while. I know. A lot's happened to both of us, probably. A lot, especially more so you than me. Yeah. You've been through a lot lately. Yes. Are you okay? Yeah. I think, I mean, having that... My mom had lung cancer, so the audience knows. Mm-hmm. And you really realize how complicated our system is, and and she's re, you know she's retired, right, on Social Security and stuff like that, and so not bringing in a lot of money. No, and you you think about all these people in retirement and how difficult it was to get insurance approval, knowing that you have lung cancer growing inside of you. And you feel like it's just growing and growing while you wait for referrals and approvals scary. from random people you never see. Or even who know you. Right. And your health is dependent on whether they approve you or not. Yeah, and then, and then <clears throat> do they know we're in Florida? They know we're in Florida. They don't know where. I, okay. But we're in a hotel. So mm-hmm. we are in Orlando. And we're undercover. We are undercover. <laughs> So you can't find us. No. No. No, but <clears throat> and as you know, uh, a lot of the hospitals have been a little bit overrun, kind of. Yeah, especially in Florida with all the COVID cases we have. But thank God for these um, antibody sites, and um, I'm a strong proponent for that. You really are, because I know when I got tested, you were like, get tested and then run to the antibody site. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm very clueless on this whole thing, but she schools me, and I'm grateful for that. Because I don't want anybody not to get the help that they need. That's, you yeah. know, that's that's number one. And you have to get help right away to get that so that you're not in that place where you, you end up in the hospital, hopefully. You know, you can still end up there, but there's a lot less chances. Thank goodness I didn't need the antibody. Yay! <laughs> I was negative. You know, I'm one of those people, I don't know that I've ever had COVID. It was the first time I ever got tested for COVID. And COVID's been around since 2019. And this is 2021. First time I've ever needed to be tested. It was a little difficult to get tested. I know what for my mom it was. Oh my gosh, yeah. I had to wait like 48 hours. Meanwhile, I can't go to school. My fever went away the next day. Like I went had a fever. It was a very low grade temperature. It was like a hundred, um, which they say that's about where the temperature is for this whole COVID thing. So, but then when I woke up Thursday, that that particular Thursday, it was gone. Like I had sweated it out. I really think mine was allergy related. Right. Because Cassie used to do the same thing in the spring. She has really bad, or she used to have really bad seasonal allergies in the spring. And there would be a stretch of time, like three weeks, where she would like break out into like a low grade fever, get all sinusy. The thing is, with COVID, it covers everything common cold, allergy, this, flu. It, it's just like all these symptoms. I'm like, headaches? Really? I have headaches. Sinus infection. Muscle. Um, I've been in an accident. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have a little bit of muscle t- spasms or muscle yeah. aches. And I'm like... That's the thing. When you go to a doctor, um, like so when I've been to the doctor and they ask you these prerequisite questions, have you had a headache in the last 14 days? Well, yeah, I have because I have allergies. So yeah, I have had a headache. But do you say yes to that or do you say no? I know. No. Yeah. I'm just like... Have you coughed in the last 14 days? <laughs> uh, yes. Have you sneezed in the last 14 days? Yeah, I got allergies. So yes, I've sneezed a lot. <laughs> so it's, it's, Do you have... Uh, are, are you blowing your nose? Yes, constantly. 
but I'm not COVID. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't think, and, and it can change so quick, you know? Yeah. And so, <laughs> I just... Uh, okay, unlike so Marie, back to your mom. <laughs> oh, that, that COVID whole situation. But yeah, and it took a lot of me calling and coordinating and with the hospital, all these different people in the hospital, because you have to have all these testings, <laughs> the primary care, this... And, you know, your mom doesn't, you know, she was, she's just upset, you know, thinking that they want to let her die. Oh, that's got to be scary for her. And I think, you know, we fought for it. And I go, now you have the choice whether you want to go down the, you know, radiation chemo road or do you want to go down the surgery road? And she chose surgery. And I, I, and that was something I would not help her with. Good for you, because that's a, a decision she's going to live with, not you. She didn't like that I wasn't going to help her with the decision a little well, bit. Well, of course but... not. She probably needed it. And The guidance. She wanted the guidance, but I think you were right. But I can't imagine most elderly, you know, yes, being able to know the medical system, the insurance system, and all that, and being able to know how all of that connects. Yeah. That's very difficult. And I knew that because I have a special needs daughter, which you guys most. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think we talked about her. Aubrey. Aubrey, you want to say hi? Oh, she's tuned us out. She's watching. She's probably watching New Kids on the Block. Yeah, that's her favorite boy band, right? I know. They could be her father. They could be her dad. But he's not. They're not. I mean, just the age. I said could be. (laughs) It's just the age. Could be means so many different things anymore. (laughs) Good, doesn't it? Got to be careful. <laughs> no, definitely her daddy's girl. <laughs> She's a daddy's girl. She is. But last time, um, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I got time to really talk about you, because last time I felt like the interview kind of went about my experiences, but I wanted to talk about well, Marie's experience because I wanted to highlight you. You're my best friend, and you've been through so much in life. I so mean, have you? Well, I know, but mine's a little boring compared to yours. <laughs> no. I, I think everybody's stories is important and, and unique. That um, is true. Oh, I don't know if it's unique. Because I feel like there's not an original story out there anymore. Because I think we all go through the same things, just in maybe a different Different way. Especially with technology. And we were just talking about technology. Like, Mm -hmm. how did we communicate each other with with each other? We're like, okay, we had to go to letter writing. Then probably, then we got up to email. Emails, yeah. Because calling was so expensive. So, Do you remember the day of long distance phone calls <laughs> i mean that's not a thing anymore no or going to the pay phone oh my gosh do you have a <laughs> quarter the on you <laughs> the kids are like what you had to use change <laughs> you had to put money in a phone well what about just swiping it swiper no swiping <laughs> not, not not a thing, <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> so we were wondering with our relationship you know because we figured out it was 34, 34 years. years ago yeah I mean I knew you a little bit before then too yeah but not really but we that's when we were rooming together with another girl mm-hmm. Dee. Dee, yeah we and, talked about her last time too right so then how did our relationship evolve we, from there because we had lost touch we did we well you went ways. to like Germany and everything so I don't think you and I were in communication at that time Mm-mm. I think once I came to your bridal shower because Christopher was a wee little thing, and I remember bringing him. Do you remember me bringing him? It's just like a, some of it's a blur, but it, the baby shower when every so Mark I'm, and Linda had to be there, right? Baby shower? Yeah. What baby shower? My baby shower. I didn't go to your baby shower. Okay. I went to your bridal shower. The bridal shower. Yes. And and I brought Christopher with me. And this was the first time you met him. He was like six months old. So then you got married and I didn't see you again until I didn't see you again until we met up in Virginia when we all came down to visit you. Yeah. And she was looking at living there and it kind of was like an easy connection. Yeah. It was like all those years had not passed, which is cool. And it was hard because we, we had to have communicated before then. Too. Well, yeah, because we were coming to visit you. 
So I'm thinking we reconnected via email. I met your second husband. My soon-to-be ex-husband. Not soon. That was a long time period. Well, my now soon-to-be ex-husband. Um, and it, it was just bizarre because if you know Marie, she's very lively, very outgoing, personable. She was a Mary Kay consultant at that time. Oh. Was I really? Was yes, I doing Mary Kay at that time? Yes, you had your jacket. Did and I you wanted to get the car? Did I did get the car? I know. I was so excited. Not the Cadillac. Not the pink Cadillac. I didn't get that one. I got the the red Grand Am, when they were doing the Grand Ams, way back in the day. And then I think that's. Did you get? You got me on the foot stuff, and I oh, loved it. Oh, the foot scrub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh, you were just so cute because I don't wear. I don't tend to wear makeup, not because of religious reasons, because. I will pick it off, and so I yeah. make a big mess of it. I mean, but you I might have beautiful it. skin. You don't need it. So I'll use eyeshadow a little bit or this or that. But it was so cute doing the little <laughs> compacts. And, oh, my god! And she had her jacket, which oh. she left. Did I leave my red jacket? And we had to sit there and send it to you. Oh, I totally forgot about that. And then you got to know all the people in the cul-de-sac, and here that she is dealing with all these military fine. families. I remember them too. I remember them sitting, like I have this very vivid image of who, I can't remember what her Anne name is. Anne, oh, I'm not supposed to say names. Um, I don't remember, I don't remember their names. You know their names, but I don't remember their names. But they were just sitting in these chairs outside in like this big grassy area. Yeah, that's what, and this cul-de-sac, you know, we did that a lot. Yeah. With certain people and then, and then. Yeah, it was... It was cool. You had really cool people, and then some of them were not so cool, but... But then when we finally moved down, you're gone. Yeah, that, that was hard. sucked. It was hard, because that's when also when 9-11 happened. Oh, trust me, I know. So I remember. So you were moving to we, Virginia in We lived in but... New York, not New York City, but we lived in upstate New York. And there was some impact... Because, you know, it's New York. It's, it impacted everywhere. It impacted the entire country, but, um, or the entire world. Um, but yeah, we lived in New York. I remember um, my husband was, <laughs> he had gone to Virginia to interview for a position and had come back. And they had told him that they were waiting for one last interview. And 9-11 happened, and all the airports shut down. And this is so selfish, but I remember thinking, why would this happen? We're waiting to hear if we get this job or not. Because your, your livelihood depends on it. It totally did. And that was very selfish in the moment, even though I knew it was much bigger than that, you know, with but without realizing really what the full impact and everything was what was going on at that time i'm like why would they do this we have to wait even longer because he had been without a job for three and a half years by this time that's that's devastating and a lot of people were got in that situation mm-hmm. more than we even knew you thought oh it hit new york but new york was the economic epicenter epicenter that is the perfect word mm-hmm. and how it affected the economics, people's jobs. I mean, this is over. the world trade center. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the, people don't really talk about the economic devastation it did. Right. You know, you you hear about the lives there, but which lives is important. Everywhere. Yeah, but yeah, it had a, a huge impact around the world. But yeah, that was. So, I guess the guy that they were waiting to interview ended up taking a rental car and driving to Virginia. And so they interviewed him, but then my husband got the job. And then we found we were moving to Virginia, which I was very excited about because I was ready to leave New York. I don't have a love affair with New York. I like New York City. I like visiting but I don't but like you're living. A warm person. Oh. Like you like it warm. Girl, let me tell you. She could be in ninety degree weather and still wear a sweatshirt. Yeah, I did that yesterday. Hello. I'm pouring down sweat with my <laughs> little tank top and tank dress, sundress, and she's just like, I'm cool. I'm cool. My sweatshirt and cool. black. Cool and I'm as like, a cucumber. <laughs> no, but our last winter there, we had the second highest 
recorded snowfall. That's Aubrey <laughs> making noises in the background. She's yelling. <laughs> She's laughing. I think she heard <clears throat> us. Um, but yeah, the second highest. We didn't see snow from like October until May. Or didn't see grass from October until May. May have been late April. We didn't see we didn't see grass, a blade of grass. Uh-huh. We had so much snow that winter, and it was cold. I don't like the cold; it hurts. That's why I'm so tense in my. Okay, so Bambi, I'm so grateful that you. Uh, holy cow! She introduced me to this stuff. I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? Do you know? Cool therapy. Cool therapy. It's some kind of cool gel therapy. She found this stuff on Amazon, so I'm going to do a product shout-out because, holy cow, um, this stuff was cool. She says, Marie, you need to put this stuff on your feet because it'll be, like, really cooling. Because we were all day at the parks. (laughs) Yes, we were. We went to Animal Kingdom yesterday, and then we park hopped over to the Magic Kingdom, which, oh my gosh, we had the best day ever. Only went on a couple rides, but we didn't care. We didn't care. It was just about spending time decompressing spending time together since you're leaving me she's leaving me so this is probably the last podcast we get to do together for a while i'm very sad okay but anyway this is a sombra cool therapy and then there's a warm therapy well we did the cool therapy and we were talking about my neck i think i was telling you how tense tight my neck was so she comes around and she starts massaging my neck because i go i've gone through physical therapy and stuff because of accidents yes and she was like i don't know i don't remember how she said it but she's like oh my gosh you are so tight i think i'm so tight because of all those years i lived in upstate new york in the cold weather i think that's what started it in the situation with your second husband yeah i mean it just that was a lot of stress. The one thing about this amazing girl, <laughs> first off, I'm I not just that amazing, to, but thank you. <laughs> I've known her as that young, you know, crazy little young teenager That's to grow true. into this woman who is, she fought to get her education in a very hard life situation. She did this with her own money and went into debt and. She's like, I'm going to get that education. I'm going yep. to live in the situation I'm in. I'm going to make sure my kids are taken care of, yep. food on their table, roof over their head, and, and all that. And then she was on the PTA on this. I mean, every <laughs> I time I talked mama. to her, drama she mama. was, and then gymnastics, gymnastics, <laughs> and then just every situation. She was about her kids, about other people's kids, taking care of everyone. And trying to take care of her own life at the same time and giving and and then having to humble herself when she had to ask her husband to help for anything. And that that broke my heart. Yeah. Because but hard. I also give her a shout out every time I subbed, every time I <laughs> she if she can do it, hello, you can do it in your situation. <laughs> because it's hard when you are pressed down upon. It's true. I mean, really pressed down on yeah. every day, all day, and then walking into that that atmosphere. The atmosphere makes a difference in the home, oh. and that's a huge. Your home is supposed to be your rest place. It was very oppressive in our home. Like it was n- not leading or anything like that. It's just no. he thought he was higher than her. Yeah, I think he still does. He does. <laughs> We pray for him. We do. I, I mean, do. He's not. I, I go through situations where I, I get a little odd in my heart towards him. I know. And then I have to pray for it. And I then know. I like. I try to keep a positive outlook on it. He's not a bad person. No, he's not like he, he who shall not be named. <laughs> no, he is not he who shall be named. Who or shall not, not be, be named. named. If you any Harry Potter, Potter fans is. out there. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, he is not a bad person. He just isn't my person. And therefore really couldn't or didn't want to have the capacity 
of love and compassion and 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 he he was raised somebody who was raised about I don't know how many Christians or Bible but in the in a biblical sense yeah to me he should have been kind compassionate loving no matter how he felt towards you it's true no I agree with that um you're right he should have but it wasn't there you know I I think it was early on which is why I mean I felt that early on I know when you met him you were like I'm sorry this is my vibrant friend why is she marrying him (laughs) oh my goodness it was he was so stoic He's very opposite of me. And it was just really awkward. And I don't usually get that with people. Because I'm a friendly, outgoing person. But he showed a lot of compassion in the very beginning. Like, I remember he used to, like, make us dinner, me and Christopher. Because, you know, I was a single mom at the time. He would invite Christopher and I over for dinner and make us this really nice dinner. Um, He used to take us to church when my car didn't work. He would babysit Christopher for me. I mean, he's kept him overnight. He he did a lot in the very beginning. I remember when my father passed away, um, we were going, the, the church, so the church that we all went to together, all of us singles were going to go snowboarding, not snowboarding, snow sledding. Oh, and fun. I didn't want to go because I had Christopher and he was like really little, like two. So I didn't want to take him because I'm not familiar with the snowboarding or snow sledding Because you're in that awkward stage where you're kind of single, but you're a single with a child. Exactly. And I'm from Florida. I've never been <laughs> snow sledding a day in my life. So this was like within my first year living in New York, upstate New York. So... I'm unfamiliar with this whole snow sledding thing. So I was like, no, that sounds like disaster ready to happen. And Christopher is accident prone. So no, we're not going to do that. So what I had planned was when everybody finished the snow sledding, I was going to make a big pot of chili and I was going, we could, everybody could come over. We could have hot cocoa and have chili. And that's like where my heart is. That's how, that's my love language is I love to cook. (laughs) I love to cook. I love to hostess. I like. And you're very organized. See where I can get overwhelmed. Oh, I. But I love it. it. Like that's my thing. So then I got the not the phone call, but my mom had actually she didn't call me because when she called my sister, my sister kind of flipped out. So she was handling that. So she didn't know. She didn't want me to flip out on her on the phone because she couldn't take both of us flipping out so she ended up calling my ex-husband's parents to come over and deliver the news to me I haven't seen these people in months and when they came over it and they delivered the news to me I was very angry I didn't because they didn't show any interest in Christopher after my ex-husband had left nothing I know, because you were kind of just left on your own. They cut us right on off. I was sad. So I was a little upset about that, but I got past that. I said, okay, thank you, and ushered them out the door. They're like, but we're here for you. And I'm like, I'm okay. But, of course, you guys, if you've listened to my story, I mean, on the one hand, I really was okay. I don't miss my dad. I don't miss the angst that I had when he was alive and all of that stuff that he had put me through. But there are parts. Well, yeah, because I will say, I mean, the night before he died, he and I actually had a conversation. This is really weird. I don't know if I've ever told you this. Maybe I have. But I remember it was snowing outside and I called home. I was making homemade applesauce, like from scratch. Like I cut the apples up. I was like making pure homemade like that's what I like to do I love to do projects like this I'm a weirdo I love it because (laughs) I get to eat some of it (laughs) okay so I was making homemade applesauce I look out the window it's snowing so I'm like I need to call home and I don't know why I thought that and normally when I called home 
I always used to, in my head, go, Mom, please pick up. Mom, please pick up. Mom, please pick up. I didn't want to talk to my dad. I didn't want to hear his voice. I didn't want to have anything to do with him. But for whatever reason, that particular night, I didn't say that. And my dad ended up picking up the phone. And I had a really great conversation with him. I told him, I said, hey, I just want to call it snowing outside. And my dad's like, oh, I miss the snow. I said, yeah, I'm here making homemade applesauce. And then so he starts reminiscing about his childhood days because he's from Ohio and how he grew up in the snow and how much he loved it and everything. And then um, there was a toy fire truck that he bought for Christopher. And for whatever reason, the it stopped working. So I changed the batteries, never could get it to work again. And I told my dad about it. He goes, you know what? He goes, I'm, I'm going to go check that out. I'm going to see what I can do about that. And I'm like, okay, you live in Florida. I live in New York. But okay, sure, we'll go with that one. <laughs> and then for the very first time, oh my gosh, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> my dad told me he was proud of me. I never heard that from him. And then he goes and dies the next day. <laughs> uh, so I was angry, but I was okay. Because I, I felt like I had reached some sort of peace. Ooh, that brings me back. <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't tell you that, did I? Oh, wow. And that his thought was you and Christopher. What do you mean, me like, and Christopher? The fire, his last thoughts were probably oh. you and Christopher. Well, no, probably but, not, because he died the next day, but. But still, no, you know, his thought was, I want to do this for my daughter. I want to do this for my grandson. Yeah. Which is not something I'm used to from him, so. Woo. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. I am, like, crying. <laughs> because you, to me, a lot of with marie is that she's had to make her own affirmations mm. and it didn't usually come from other people not unless i'm not only if i'm talking not talking to you you give me a lot of plenty of positive affirmations <laughs> but yeah <laughs> or i'm not used to them or... from my dad well you didn't really have it from a lot of people that is true i didn't and that's, that's the sad part is yeah. that the people sometimes that surrounded you? I mean, I think there have been snippets. Yeah, there have been some very but the people key that key people in my life that I've chosen to put into my life, you know, in recent years, and I'm talking like the last ten years, have been good quality people because that's when I really I think my mind shift changed that I need people who are going to be there for me, not more people who are going to just continue to tear me down. Right. Yeah, because I've had enough of those. And I've really worked hard to cut people who tear me down out. Nobody wants that. No, but then you get placed as the bad person because, you know, what, albeit family members or whatever you know they don't understand why you've put them at arm's length you know and some of it you just didn't want to discuss the situation you're in no and so and then one thing I wanted to I don't know if your listeners know and it's something that we've talked about mm -hmm. and sometimes I don't think we've got to quite like why did you stay in the relationship you had for so long 20 plus years <laughs> and it was and you figure almost what of it 19 20, 19 years that was not good um i mean it wasn't it by the let's see i think i left when we were married for 23 years i think right after our 23rd wedding anniversary is when i ended up leaving not that that makes a difference because we didn't have anything to celebrate by then but so we were married for 23 years now we've been married for 25 years because unfortunately we're still legally married cassie's 22 i think it was right after that well it was it started when i was pregnant with her mm -hmm. we were married for about a year and a half when i got pregnant with her and it started there 
And then it just never. And I'm sitting there trying to talk to her via Washington State. She's complete opposite. Oh, my gosh. I know. When I needed you the most, you're, like, the furthest but, away. But, you know, I was hearing messages, and yeah. we, we found a way to communicate. We did. I don't know that I could have done that whole journey without you and your support, though. I really am very grateful for that. It's, I just couldn't imagine because I, you know, even with my husband and I, we came from bad, you know, mm-hmm. not that happy-go, happy marriage, perfect marriage kind of family, you know, right. very and divorced families, and we were struggling how to make it as a, a couple. Right. But <laughs> seeing you, I know Robbie, um, am I supposed to say Robbie? That's up to you if you want to say Robbie's name. But anyways, I saw how he treated me, and I can't imagine somebody treating her less than. Because I knew she was smart. I knew she was bright. She was had a happy, good personality. And I'm like, who wouldn't love her? Yeah, who and wouldn't then, love me? And then she would just, like, sometimes be so low. And it was just, like, broke my heart. It was hard. That's when I could cry because I didn't understand how – somebody could not love you that you were a gem well and I he didn't appreciate the gem that he had no because he had to live with me you didn't have to live with me you did live with me for a uh, while actually oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's when you were a teenager <laughs> we were all I don't know I so the reason I stayed as long as I did back to that question is because I felt so when I had Christopher, he and his dad, he and me and his dad, we were married and we ended up moving to New York, but it just was not a good situation. And so he ended up leaving. So I became a single mom, lived in a homeless shelter for two weeks before I was able to move into this one apartment and everything. I mean, Christopher and I've been through it. It's been a struggle. And I struggled a lot financially. So I didn't... I was always of the mindset that if I ever got married again, it was going to be for life. Because I didn't want to go through the financial struggle, the heartache, the emotional angst and mental anguish and all of that that you go through when you go through a divorce. And... You could see how it messed Christopher up, you know, when he was a little boy, he'd act out, you know. And I get it. I mean, his dad was gone. Yeah, he had me still, but we weren't a complete family any longer, right? So I married my husband, current husband. We have a daughter. And I feel like... I mean, she's amazing. I mean, both of your kids are amazing. Yeah, they are. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Different. <laughs> very, very gifted in both of their ways. Opposite of the spectrum. Like one is like free spirited, happy go well, not happy go lucky, but just very free spirited and, you know, busting through boundaries because he doesn't believe in boundaries, where the other one is like, Oh, there are rules and I'm gonna stay within the parameters of those rules and <laughs> all that. Yeah, very opposite. But here we have a daughter now, and we, I, I didn't want, and then we start having these problems, and I did not want to go through all of that again, and I remember he used to accuse me, well, you've been divorced before, so divorce is easy for you, and my argument to him was like, no, because it makes me feel even more like a failure, like, I can't succeed at marriage. This isn't easy for me. Well, probably because at that point you're like, what did I do wrong? How did I not? Uh, I still, even to this day, I still don't even 100% know why our marriage ended up down the path that it ended up. I mean, I have my ideas. I have some ideas, but because he refuses to speak about it, I can't say for certain what they are. I mean, right, and so if you can't get at the the source, core of it, yeah, the source of the, you can't move on. You can't grow because no. it has to be there trust mm-hmm. that 
openness and stuff. Yeah. How was his relationship with Christopher after, during, oh. how, what did, when did that change? I, well, that changed shortly after our relationship changed. And I remember Christopher was a little needy when he was a little kid. Well, yeah, because he's had a lot torn out of his life. He has. And I remember he would go, like, he called my husband dad because that's pretty much the only dad he knew. I mean, he knew his dad, but only during the summertime. You know, since we lived in different states, he would go stay with his, his dad for like six weeks down here in Florida. And then he would fly home and, you know, he was with us the rest of the year. But he called my husband dad for a long time. Oh, that breaks my heart. Yeah. I mean, he was so excited to have this dad in the home. And he was happy that we were a family unit. Because um, at that point, was he doing things with Christopher? And... Oh, yeah. He would take him for motorcycle rides. It terrified me. Take him to the park. He'd read him bedtime stories. I mean, he did so much with Christopher. But Christopher was a needy little thing. And All kids are needy, <laughs> kind of. They are, but my husband didn't like that. He's not like a child person I think probably the affirmation part might be the hard part I think that's part of it but so like Christopher so my husband he would play hockey Christopher wanted to learn how to play hockey and my husband told him no you need to find your own thing well he played the guitar so Christopher wanted to learn how to play the guitar no don't play don't mm-hmm. you didn't teach him guitar no oh he, he wanted Christopher to find his own things to do and I kept telling him the way he finds what he likes to do is he emulates what mom and dad do and then he say he says okay I like this or I don't like this but maybe I might like this instead but you have to give him the opportunity to try it so because I tried to push him to teach Christopher he got resentful and said that I'm coming between him and Christopher and trying to control their relationship. Really? That's a typical, that would be a normal mom. That would be a normal wife. But that's not how he viewed that. He said that I was putting too much stress on his relationship with Christopher. I'm, I mean, but that's... And then at what point is this? Is, that, is this after Cassie was born? Yeah. And it's probably because he was trying to push you away and wanted to push Christopher away. Yeah, but he ended up pushing all of us away, even... Well, yeah, I know that about Cassie, you know? Yeah. But but they have a good relationship now, so yeah. I'm happy about that. That is her but dad. I think this was all his issues, not you, any of yours, and which was sad because you were all wondering... What, what did, did I do wrong? Do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've lived with that whole question for so many years is, like, why why am I not good enough? Like, what did I do to bring this about? Because he was good at making me feel that way. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we would have the discussions, and then I felt like, okay, she's good place. She's built back up. And then tear down. <laughs> build back up. Tear down. I know. I'm so sorry I had to put that on you, Bambi. No. Oh, my goodness. The- <laughs> Left it made me go outside of my world and yeah. you know all these different new places and it made me appreciate um, my friends' relationships with their husband. Um, I remember I had one friend. We went to Bush Gardens one time. We drove together, and I didn't tell my husband where we were going. I remember that you told me about that. Yeah, I, I thought I did. But, okay, so I didn't tell my husband, didn't leave him a note, didn't tell him where we were going. Didn't invite him, no. He, well, he had to go to work, so right. no. And it was during the summer, so it had been, like, during the work week. So I knew he wouldn't want to go anyway, not to go hang out with us girls, because except for Christopher, the rest of us were all girls, because she has two daughters. So we were, and I don't even think Christopher went with us. We were heading to Bush Gardens, had so much fun in Bush Gardens in Virginia, we had a grand time coming home. Her husband, he kept calling her. Hey, where are you at? Where are you at? You okay? Because it was about 45-minute drive, <laughs> maybe an hour, depending on traffic. 
And I remember hearing her complain about the fact that he called so much. And I looked at her and I said, stop complaining. And she looked at me like, who are you to tell me to stop complaining? I said, my husband has no idea where we are, what we're doing, and hasn't bothered to call one time to check on us. And she was like, oh, okay. Thank you for putting that into perspective for me. All about the perspective again. It is. It's all about the perspective. <laughs> that made me think about the water story. <laughs> I know. And this random, just lately, I've been with my mom. She gets overwhelmed if the refrigerator is full. And I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of people that would really appreciate this. Which is so true. Why do you think she gets overwhelmed by a full refrigerator does she think that it's like too much food to throw out or that she won't eat it all or i have no idea because you can freeze it if you're not going to eat it most well, of the time yeah you can freeze it but i mean but i mean isn't she part of the um what is that generation my mom's generation oh yeah because the they would... baby boomers isn't she part of the baby boomer generation you would think she wasn't because I mean, in some areas she is, but the food, I get very anxious about it because I've gone without food. Yeah. And I've passed out and different things like that, struggling to have food. And so food is like, I want to have food in the house. That is like my blankie. That's your blankie. <laughs> That's my little security thing. Oh. You know, it's just. That's where you feel comfort is knowing that you have enough food to feed your family and you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always, and I still in the, I told her I'm still in that sometimes poor mentality because I was so broke. Yes. You were saying that earlier today. That I still think like that. Like, okay, how can I get the most out of this, 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 this? Yes. She's one who will cut the shampoo bottle so she can scrape the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) But I will buy a whole chicken, boil it, do this, 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 freeze it. But I think that's smart. I mean, I do the same thing. I do this. And I'm just one person. Lord knows I'm not going to eat a whole chicken by myself. But I have it for whatever type of meals I want it for. Where are the avenues? There. Maybe you should pause and let Aubrey say hi. Well, we don't have to pause. Oh. I'm just been running. Hi. I, hold on a second. Let me let me introduce you, okay? So we have a, another guest joining us right now. Do you want to say hi, Aubrey? Hey. That's my bestie, Aubrey. I love okay, this Okay, those two girl. are cuddling right now. Yes, mm. she loves me. I love her. She's my bestie. Hashtag bestie forever. Hashtag mm. best day ever, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm so sad that y'all are leaving me. They have to go home next weekend. Mm. But you know we'll be back in Florida. I know, and I might. My daughter, other daughter's here. My mama's here. And I might be trolling on your property for Thanksgiving. I know that would be. That would be fun, although it's so cold out there. I know. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> I'm gonna do. That would let me though. Oh. You can always borrow Aubrey's Uggs. I could. And we can put several socks I on her. I love you too, baby. I'm her favorite. She is my favorite. <laughs> Your favorite little elf. She's my absolute favorite. Oh. She's the holiday girl. She's my everything girl. That's my warm yeah, I'm getting cold. Are you getting cold in here? Yeah, That's what happens in a hotel cold. room. You get cold. Hot, cold, hot, cold. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about our Disney day yesterday. What was your favorite part? So we did, I think we we said we went to Animal Kingdom and we did Magic Kingdom. What was your favorite part when we were together yesterday? Flight of Passage. Yes. That was such (laughs) an epic ride. Flight of Passage. Love it. That's like a special spiritual experience for me because we went did have you told them i don't think i have told them you tell it you go right on ahead because you tell it so much better summer no you tell it (laughs) but it was a summer and we were meeting up (laughs) because usually we are visiting florida at different times yes always we never get to be in florida at the same time and you went out of your way to make sure that you came at the same time i did well you know why it was because when i taught at the one school in virginia we had a summer program and so i had to be there for the summer program but then when I switched schools, 
I didn't have to be there anymore. So I could, I think I spent like a month down here. Yes, because that, we used, um, I got my military, <coughs> I got you part of it. Yeah. The military tickets. We did the universal tickets and we did Disney tickets. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh, we had so much fun. fun. Because we, we never went. We've never been to Disney together since the girls have been born. I, we used to go when we were younger. Younger. <laughs> you know, our BC days before children. Yes, we were big flirts. <laughs> yes, oh, we were. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, you know, Aubrey wanted to experience this. And so Aubrey Special Needs, William Syndrome. Mm -hmm. Yes, we talked about that. And happy. But part of it is she gets tired really easy. I know. And so we have to push the push her in a wheelchair. And so Marie was helping, and it was just such a cool time because we didn't go there with any big intention. No, no intentions, just for fun. We is our first time really being able to spend good quality time together in such a long time. Because like when we moved to Virginia, you moved to Washington, so we didn't get the interaction we mm -hmm. wanted. You know what I mean? So we got to go. And I remember we rode Flight of Passage for the first time, all of us together. Have we done that three times or two times? We did it twice. I remember because <laughs> we got on the ride, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I have vertigo. I don't know if I've ever told anybody that on here, but I have vertigo. And it's such a spiritual... It was the first time I felt so, so free. free. You know, I looked at my marriage, looked at the life situation that I was in, and I've been so trapped for so long. But riding that ride just made me feel like I can accomplish anything. I am free to fly like that. Holy <coughs> cow. It was amazing. And so we get, much fun. <laughs> we get off the ride, and I told the guy, I'm like, we're picking up her wheelchair, and I'm like almost in tears, and I've told the guy, I said, oh my gosh, that is the best experience I have ever, ever had. And I have vertigo, and it didn't bother me. And he was like, do you want to go again? I'm like, wait, what? Can we? <laughs> we're like, so we cut kind of felt bad. three and a half to four hour line again i mean but it was really sweet of that guy to do that for us yeah because i mean shout out to disney your face and then aubrey and then aubrey aubrey's oh got the biggest smile in the world oh my gosh so much fun so much fun she <laughs> has you want to talk about somebody with a permanent smile on their face that's my girl aubrey <laughs> she's got a beautiful smile thank you you're welcome she's so cute Aww. And COVID's been hard for her because she feels like she can't spread her happiness to everyone. Yeah. People can't see her smile. She needs to be able to do that. I wish it was over already. I know. I know you do. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I know. She has a hard time breathing in mass, and so it's very hard for her. Mm -hmm. It makes her super anxious. I got my cuddle buddy. I love my cuddle buddy. <laughs> so yesterday was a lot of fun, but it also created a lot of anxiety in her. It did. Okay, so that was your favorite part of the whole day or just Animal Kingdom? Just Animal Kingdom part. Okay, yeah. so what was your favorite part at Magic Kingdom then? Probably in the Smile World or uh, uh, Seven Dwarves. <laughs> yeah. I know we only rode, what, four rides, I think we said? Yeah. We did Flight of Passage. We yeah. did Small World. Uh, mind drawer, the seven dwarfs mind train, train, I think is what it's called, and then Pirates of the Caribbean. We were totally talking, like, oh, we're on a ride. Oops, we should be enjoying this. But we and were that like, was and her boyfriend that time. Oh, uh, we did meet sister's boyfriend. Yes. Which, He's so nice and friendly. I love him. You do. Oh, that says a lot. That is high praise. That is real high praise. He is. I approve. You approve? <laughs> he was a, a gentleman. Yeah. He yes. made a very good impression on the family yesterday. Yes, he did. What do you think of him, though? Oh, I think he's just like I think a he's, perfect kind of fit for Autumn. I think so, too. I think he's perfect for her. I mean, you're not hurting her or anything, you know? Oh, I don't think so. No. I don't think he's capable of that. No. 
He just, he kind of adores her. He does. And she kind of adores him. I can she see does. that. In the picture of Jen Mary did that. <gasps> oh, she put it out there. She put my it man, out there. She put it out there. Autumn's so, all about the love. Autumn, if you're listening, no pressure. We don't mean that. Yeah, 10 to 9. <laughs> oh my gosh, but I loved meeting Autumn's friends yesterday. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, all of they... them were so cool. And I can't wait until they all come over to where I live so we can have a girl's day. <laughs> no boys allowed. Like, Let's go fly and see me with <laughs> I like that idea. It's like, because... Yeah, it's so, it would be so much fun. It would be so much fun. I don't know if my little tiny apartment, two-bedroom apartment, can accommodate ten people. Oh, yeah. But we'll make it work. We would. We'll make it work. They're tough girls. They are. They can sleep on the floor. You can have the air mattress. <laughs> Bring your own. I have the other little couch in there. <laughs> it would be fun. Oh, It'd my gosh. Like our old days. I know. Oh, my gosh. It, it really kind of took me back to when we were like much younger and our bc days i love oh, yeah. that term bc days oh yeah yeah <laughs> it is and each one of her friends which is so neat about her the friendships because she's in the disney college program yeah so you have people from all different places in the united states i know and even maybe i don't know if they open it up to overseas i don't think so um but they're just like come from different backgrounds, different experiences, and then they're just making in this friendships. It's so cool because it is. you can tell that they're quality friendships. Like these girls that we met yesterday are so like good people. You can tell that they're just, just genuinely genuine. good people. And they're themselves and yep. and I think that's been really hard for Autumn and I don't you haven't done a podcast with Autumn. I haven't. I can't wait until I do one with her. I told her when she comes to visit me, we'll do one. Because she's like, I don't want to be on a podcast. And I'm like, then you got to come and join us. She's pretty cool. She's got a good voice, too. She, but, oh, should I tell them that she's a Miley Cyrus, like, <laughs> carbon copy? I mean, of, okay. More so, of a hon- what? both, I guess. What? The Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus. Okay, but I'm thinking Miley Cyrus because that's who she is. Like, that's the person. I'm not thinking yeah. the character. I'm thinking the person. When I look at Miley Cyrus, when I hear Miley Cyrus, I feel like I'm looking at and hearing um, Autumn. Like Even as a mom, when I watch the Hannah Montana movie where she's kind of playing both characters yeah. or whatever, and it was more herself. It kind of just like, whoa, whoa. All these mannerisms and just yeah. different things. Mm-hmm. It's like my daughter. Yeah. Her new commercial for hers. I haven't seen that. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm getting Autumn vibes all day long looking at that commercial. I'm like, why am I watching Autumn on my TV right now? Like, that's that's what solidified it right there. I was like, holy cow. That's autumn vibes right there. <clears throat> That's my sis. But anyway, she's That's musical theater all her, pretty much most of her life. Yeah. And so the friendships there are always dealing with jealousy and envy Com- and competitiveness, ins- insecurities, and all that stuff. Yeah. And so Autumn came to live with, you know, came back after college and lived in Kansas and worked for Windsor. Oh, yeah. And made totally different kinds of friendships. Because really they're different people. And they didn't—they weren't backstabbing or. It's really it weird that weird. that was her experience in theater because Christopher had a completely different experience in theater. He's a boy. Yeah. You think that's what it is? Oh yeah. Girls. Really. It's, it's so hard on girls because it's so competitive. And but you would think it would be competitive for everyone. No, the boys, because it's harder to get boys to be in that. I guess in in high school, yeah. Well, in anything, and for the different roles, where girls, they have very limited, a lot of times, they have more now, yeah. more more limited, and then you have so many competing over the same thing, and I think that gives them, sometimes they find their security in that, or their affirmation, affirmation in that, Yeah. and you can't find your affirmation in, in No, that. no. Your affirmation needs to come from a core. See, for me, because I 
because Christopher was involved in theater and I mean, I started a whole booster club for you the did. high school. You were so cool. I mean, I was kinda that parent. Kind of made me feel like, oh, you're kind of lame. <laughs> no. But I was just helping make costumes. Or I mean, stuff. to me, that's amazing because I didn't help with any of that. I just started a booster club and let everybody else do all the hard work. <laughs> I but, love those guys. <laughs> <laughs> we love you too, girl. But um, starting that booster club, I was around those theater kids constantly, and I could not tell you I've never been around another core group of students that or kids that I was so comfortable with like I mean across the board not even just with Christopher but the girls and everybody they were so embracing of one another and um I mean and you had people from all different walks of life you had different shapes different sizes different everything and they were all in it together they are they are there's that bond of creating us something together and all Fab, fabulous fabulous but then when it comes to going to the next one mm-hmm. there's that okay who's getting the lead role who's getting now this? okay and then who's in favor who's not oh, and wow. why and then it's just some things can turn so quickly and i don't know how many years you were in it four years we did it all four years so, I mean, I don't know if that's a long time or not, but I did it every year he was in high school. Oh, that's how I Yeah, we're going to have to wrap this up soon because checkout time is pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do one with you. I haven't done this yet. You're doing it now, girl. I'm recording it right there. See, look. See, look at our voices. So hard to watch. Huh? <laughs> so every time you talk... It like Who, what, if you had a message to um, people all over the world, what would you say? Often? Oh, that's a really good question. What would you want mm. everybody to know? No. Probably uh, uh, don't like my mask and everything. <laughs> I thought you didn't want masks to be around. That's uh, whenever we're good. <laughs> okay, so if there wasn't any mask, but she's very. Anxious yes. about the mask. So let's yeah. pretend like COVID's not a thing. So let's just take COVID um, out of the mix. Yes. If, if there's a message that you want people to hear, mm-hmm. what is it that you want them to know? From your heart. Yeah. To be happy. That sounds just like you. And don't give up with COVID and mask and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you just put COVID back into the mix, girl. <laughs> don't give up, yeah. That's true, but be happy. Mm-hmm. That is, I feel like that's genuinely your message, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, because she's had a hard time. She's been sad lately, and that's not normal yeah. for her. And I miss home. You know? You've been gone from home for a long time. Of course you yeah. do. You miss your dad. Yeah, when she's he, a daddy's girl. When he coming home this Friday. He's coming here Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You can get the smile off your face. <laughs> you're leaving me. Daddy coming means you're leaving me. I don't want to leave you. <laughs> Someday, hopefully. I don't want you to leave me either. Marie's so good with Aubrey. She always. Uh, she's easy. Mm-hmm. I love you. She always talks to her, sees her. It's always making me better. <laughs> she adds so much sunshine to my world. Yeah. And Marie made it easy. Like when we had that, when we were talking about like three years ago doing all those parts, we did it with Aubrey. And we just, she helped me. You know, of that course. it wasn't just left for me. We no. just did a team. And then push my wheelchair, which is nice. Oh my gosh. I got the workout yesterday. Oh my gosh. Going up to Flight of Passage? <laughs> no, not and, Flight of Passage. It was oh, at the monorail. monorail. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. They need to have a walker thing like to do it. <laughs> at the Liberty? Oh. Like, you know, oh. where you can step on the thing and just. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be really nice. But no, this monorail. And it was cute because I know Autumn probably wanted to do it, but I snatched the wheelchair. You go. Oh, girl. <laughs> because they don't, y'all don't let me help like I want to. I feel like sometimes you feel the need to take over 
and yeah. just do it because yeah. it's what you're used to doing. Well, I feel like it should be a team effort. It like is a so team effort. And I love it. And I let you that. do it sometimes, but I also know that I don't get the opportunity as often as you do because I'm not with you guys as often. And so it makes me happy when I do get to do it. <coughs> I like pushing her around the park. Do the best. <laughs> You're the best. Hey, so she, I let her ride all the rides with you because that's. Of course, I know. I let Aubrey's like, I'm with Marie. I'm with Marie. <laughs> I'm with my bestie. Yeah, I want to ride my with girl. Him. My girl. She kept telling me yesterday, I'm fangirling. <laughs> she totally fangirls on us. She does. It was funny. Mm. It was so cute. She kept asking me for my autograph yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get it now before she becomes famous, right? Right, girl. I'm already famous. Oh. <laughs> I still have her crocheted purses, so. Oh, do you oh. really? The two bags, so wow. then I'll be able to say, "Ah, oh, we have I Marie knew originals. her when. I knew her when she was crocheting. <laughs> oh man, that was crochet, I remember, right? I had, Not knit. Oh yeah, they were crocheted. Um, I still have an image in my head of those bags. Like, I, that was something I created. I loved that. Autumn used it for her, like, going to dance and different things. Yeah. Oh, that was really cool. Yeah, I get it. It's so cute. We are cute, aren't we? All right, but we're going to have to go because I still have to put my face on for the day so I don't go out in public looking like this. Yeah, my face is kind of weird, too. Not that we aren't gorgeous. At the core of our being. At the core. Amen to that. The core. But, you know, um, my husband's brother once said something pretty smart. If the barn needs painting, <laughs> then paint it. I don't know. Shabby Chic's in now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, but Ow. they don't want all this. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want the Shabby Chic look. They don't want this. So, we are going to end this here. I hope that um, you guys have enjoyed our time together because I know we always enjoy our time and together. And I love this. I'm talking about things. And I hope you got to know Marie more. A and me. More. <laughs> yes, and you. Because I could ask her a lot more questions. but Well, maybe when I come visit you for Thanksgiving, we'll sit and do this again. You'll be like, why are you living in the freezing cold? <laughs> because he, I never he got a done job here. Broadcast, so this is my first time doing this. I know. This is your first time podcasting, isn't it? I know. Well, now they're going to get to hear your voice all over the world. How do you feel about that? I love it. It's really like Disney. <laughs> yeah, and, and don't you have some German listeners? I have people in Germany listening. I have people what? in Ireland listening. I was in Germany in 1995 and you're there. <laughs> and then how do you feel about Ireland and Scotland? I've never been take me with you. <laughs> I want to go so bad. Me too. Where else do you have because she's, you know, she's a big Olympic fan. She is. So I know her and I have talked about we're going to go to Greece one day together. She's like, I want to that too. She's, I want to go to Egypt. I want to go to Egypt. I want to go to Israel, though. I would Ooh. love to do Israel. I think that would be such a phenomenal like, experience. I really do. I think seeing different places helps you grow. I think so. That your world is not, not all just about you. Your world. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because we can so easily make it about just ourselves. And how blessed we are. We are very blessed. And I and have I to love say, around the world, so just so you know. <laughs> she has flags all in her room of all around the world. All kinds of things about around the world. That's why Epcot is your favorite part. Yes. Is because it's all the countries. Yes. And they Brazil, Egypt, Ireland, Scotland there one day. Oh, that would be amazing. I know. So what's your favorite country in in Epcot. America. Well, of course. <laughs> and that's because... I'm an you know? But I get that. So I mean, cool. look, you guys are military. You've yeah. been mili her whole life. It's been military. Mm -hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so mm -hmm. put the U.S. aside. What's yes. your next favorite country? Probably Canada. Oh, I like Canada, too. Because Their like, song. Like I like the song. Indians, like Scotland, kind of. Okay. Native American, kind of. Yeah, and they have a lot of French, too. They do have French. A lot of them are French speakers. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. That's I I don't know if that's Is their he? first language. 
in some in some provinces, I think French is their first language. But I love all around the world, so. You do. Well, mm. thank you, Aubrey, for talking to my listeners. You're welcome. Thank you for letting me introduce you to my <laughs> listeners. And Bambi, thank you for joining me today. I'm gonna and miss- go Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because of all my listeners oh. in Germany. Oh, She's yes. giving them a shout out. She's shout like, out thanks. Thanks for Germany. <laughs> it's blowing up on my, my map. So, And then, keep isn't going. India one of them? India, oh. Ireland. Um, there's somewhere in South America as well, I've noticed. I just, I love people. I, I love hearing their stories. I know, it's really Not cool. still Germany, 1995. That's where I born. That's right. So you have a very uh, love, a big love for Germany, yes. don't you? Guten Tag. <laughs> Guten Tag, right? Yeah. That's, That's why she likes It's a Small World. That's her favorite one. Yeah. That is her favorite ride. That's around the world, too. It is. It is. All right. All right. Well, we're going to end this, okay? You want to tell everybody goodbye for me? Goodbye. Lots of love. <laughs> Lots of love. And, um, yeah, until next time, guys, bye. Bye. Bye.